Welcome to another episode of Music from A to Z. I think this is the last episode of 2018, possibly. And I would, I just listened to the new Ultimate album. Man, I'm just looking at the poster now. It's like, he's everywhere, man. The last Ultimate show, day one, Mundeka, PWTC, 16 February 2019, 7 p.m., 59.79.109. I should really get a ticket. 16 February, haven't gotten it. I just listened to his new record. It is amazing. It's a good record. Um, first thoughts, first impressions on listening to it. Uh, it is really, to me, his way of exiting from the music industry on his own terms. I don't know whether he's exiting from the music industry, and that's what I gathered from his stuff. But I think the main thing is that he made three albums under his own name. I mean, he obviously did a lot of guest appearances and guest raps and stuff. And he did uh, the stuff that he did with TTC, you know, Tetaric Crew. Still one of my favorite crews ever. <laughs> like, I think their stuff, I was a huge Tetaric Crew fan. Uh, I have probably two of their CDs. I don't know whether they released three, perhaps. Not too sure. Um, or more, maybe. I know I have What's the Level. Uh, which is one of my favorite uh, Malaysian hip-hop albums. Like, I used to listen to that on repeat a lot uh, when it came out. And, okay, back to the new album, Ultimate Zero, or O, whatever, Orang. So, Orang Biasa. It's interesting because it's basically, to me, a musical autobiography. Uh, it's him telling his story from beginning of his life, how he started off getting into music, how music is his thing, how music is like his center, and then how uh, he kind of developed his career, you know, performing a lot, his love for performing, his love for music, uh, his love for storytelling, his love for rhyme, and all that creative things. Those things that you do when you start off um, being a musician, you know, you start spending a lot of time in the studio, you spend a lot of time with music, developing your craft, uh, you spend a lot of time on the road performing for very little money in the beginning, you know, developing a fan base and all these things. And I think it's interesting to see uh, him kind of documenting it in the songs, kind of the rise of his career and how eventually I think he's at a state, uh, stage where he's won a lot of awards and he keeps winning awards. And I wonder how much of the success is limiting in a way, in a sense that, you know, if you I, I, I don't know, I'm not at his level in terms of his commercial success, financial success and I can't imagine how he feels like in his situation but the, the way I gather from the content in the lyrical, I mean the lyrical content is that uh, it, may be, it may come to a situation where um, you may feel compelled to having, needing to make commercially viable tracks, meaning that I wonder whether he has felt like he needed to make things that sell because things that work, things that will uh, be the right thing to do in your career. And I think that's the kind of thing that I've seen in the past looking at other musicians' careers that when you are forced or like, you know, you feel restricted to create things purely based on commercial concerns that you lose the art and you probably lose the love for what got you, so to say, got you into the music industry or got you into music, got you into what drives you. And it's interesting to see uh, him 
kind of uh, documenting and there's, there's, there's a bunch of interesting like rhymes that I like. The, the one that comes to mind, the first thing is something about hustle and hasil, which I thought was really smart. Um, I know I saw uh, Ultimate in, in Gary V's video, so I know he met up with Gary V in like a small gathering. A little bit jealous of that, but I'm trying to level up on that by just uh, like implementing as much of the Gary V stuff that I've been studying. But back to the album again, I think it's an interesting document of his journey, his process, and how he's kind of foreshadowing what he's going to do next, which I reckon is probably going to be very business-oriented, perhaps app-oriented, and also perhaps doing stuff behind the scenes, developing, maybe doing music stuff, but not as a performer, not as an artist. That's what I'm curious about. I'm curious to see whether uh, he's kind of closing this book as to be this artist person, maybe shift into pivot into being either a VC or being a businessman or being um, some kind of other things that are fascinating him and I, it's just interesting because a lot of musicians I think uh, they they complete their career unwillingly because they died or because they became unfamous like not famous so therefore they, they never craft an exit statement it's almost like if you look at it you know it's like he it's almost like an exit strategy you know, he's closing this chapter and going to the next and it's on his terms rather than like, oops, the person died. Uh, I guess that was the last album two years ago, one year ago. So it's interesting that he's crafting this out, which is and apparently, I think um, he's, been, he's been foreshadowing this exit for a long time, which means that it's very designed. And I have seen tweets where he says he has, he has a lot of recorded music in his archives that they could possibly release. It's not new stuff, it's just that he already recorded it, it's unreleased. I wouldn't rule that out. I, I could see that happening. That would make sense. And maybe he's going to write music and produce tracks for artists. I think that's possible as well. Or uh, be mentors, you know, mentorship or something. I think that would be really cool if Ultimate wasn't an artist, but he was mentoring people who wanted to go into the scene. I, I personally would uh, love to hear him talk about that. I would love to interview him at some point because I think uh, he's a real artist and a real businessman and a real visionary in terms of what he's doing. Um, I love the new album. You guys should listen to it. Ultimate O. Check it out. Peace.